Today's episode of The Worst Movie Ever Made is brought to you by our recurring sponsor, Microwaves Hot Dogs at 3 a.m. You've <laughs> heard about the meat. You'll hear the word on the street later today's show. Hello and welcome to the worst movie ever made, an experimental movie podcast designed with one thing in mind, to find the worst movie ever made. I'm your host, Chris Ackman. I'm joined by my co-host and fellow mad scientist, Rob Scucci and Bob Hasek. Hey guys, how are you? And by the way, I have John Voigt winking at me as I put him in a microwave, as we speak. Nice. In my head. Um, <laughs> uh, feeling pretty good. Uh, I want to go on a short, short, short rant, but it's very pertinent to this movie. Um, have you guys read Catcher in the Rye, or you're familiar with it? I don't yeah, expect of like, it's a familiar. classic. I'm, I'm a, like, I read it. I read it three times, and here's why I read it three times. You read it when you're like coming of age, and it's like this profound thing that you relate to because like it's sure. this kid going through similar struggles that you're going through, and then you turn like you know 25, 26. You get married. You're you you get different jobs, careers. You have some good luck, bad luck. Like life happens to you. Stuff happens. Um, and you read that book again, going it was pretty good. And you're like, this kid's a whiny little shit. I don't, like, he just complains. There's nothing good about him. He's a spoiled little brat going to college for free. Can't deal with it. And then you read it again when you, like, you have kids your own. Like, you're 30, 35. And you have your own kids you're reading. You're like, oh, that, that, all right, this kid is actually severely depressed and probably needs some mental help. Um, but like, what, what I'm saying is, when you read this book, there's a time and place for this book to resonate with you. Um, whether it's in your youth or in adulthood, there might be interim periods where you don't relate to it and you think it's just not good just based on what's going on in your own life. There is not one scenario or timeline or like, form of being that I could be in where I could find myself enjoying Hellraiser. <laughs> All of that. Yeah, All that was that. a lot of preambles. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I, uh, I enjoyed that preamble quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> Well said, Rob. Bob, how you doing today? <laughs> I, I think Rob is now done talking for the rest of the podcast. Yep. <laughs> uh, so this is generally seen as a classic in the horror genre, and I've never understood it. And so I'm, I'm using this platform, this, you know, this podcast, to tell the world, or really anyone that'll listen, to, uh, uh, to hear that it is not good. Yeah. Well, you must be thrilled, Bob, that uh, we unanimously, unanimously agreed to just put it up to the pod instead of polling. <laughs> yeah. Right, because it's so hugely popular that I mm -hmm. thought you guys would be like, no, it must be somewhat have redeeming quality, but it doesn't. You know, I, yeah. I thought, um, and I, you know, I think I said this last week, but I thought I was going to be real spooked out by this one. My my whole life, I I kind of avoided Hellraiser because for some reason, Pinhead like, was creepy. Pinhead is creepy. Yeah, just the whole like um, the blue light. core of the movie would be people being like tortured by the what what are I know now are Cenobites, but the weird looking things that exist yeah. in another dimension that come through yeah. to like torture you, kind of at your bidding. Yeah, it's like cock and ball torture. Like you're into it, but it hurts. 
Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. Well, we'll uh, we'll talk more about that. Why don't we just throw it to some YouTube comments yeah. for now? I'm going to breeze through these, but they're mostly favorable. Um, I remember when this came out, I was 12. It was simply the most insanely terrifying thing that I could imagine seeing. No way was I going to see that, but I had a girlfriend, same age, who went to see it in theaters on the big screen with her mom. I was truly in awe. None of that information was relevant. Um, next comment. A powerful classic of terror in his purest form that has terrified generations for decades, full of nightmarish moments and bloody samples of horror. A eternally masterpiece of his genre. Yes, um, well said. There have yeah. been many horror movies over the years, but this one is one of the few that is generally frightening and disturbing. It's in the same class as The Exorcist in terms of being extreme. Oh. After you see it, you are not sure if you ever want to see it again because it's so intense. It's fucking bullshit. Um, best horror movie I've ever seen, hands down. And 80s movies always seem to have more trailers than today's entire films. But they had an ability to make you want to see the movie, the effects, the music, visuals. Everything was so much better back in the day. No, it wasn't. We've been over this. Okay. Um, Rob, you know what that YouTube section did for me is is they made me feel compelled, so to speak, to mm -hmm. uh, to, to push The Exorcist as our good movie pod for the end of yep. the season. I'm down. Ooh, how how soon is the end of the season? That's We're... the question. Is because it's is it going to be mid November when we start? No, I think it's like the first week of November. It's all right. Then yeah, let's do yeah. it. Okay, that sounds good to me because uh, I think it's fantastic. I don't know. It's amazing. It's fucking amazing. Uh, and to hear it spewed um, in yeah. the same regard, genre, yeah, in the same regard as Hellraiser, that's a good word for it, uh, yeah. made me almost vomit that battery acid, like swallow it back down real quick, kind of yeah. stomach shit. Uh, yeah. That, you know, that, 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 um, what's her face? The girl, um, Negan. Megan? What's her name? Sure. From The Exorcist. Spews all over the, yeah. the free the pea soup. Like, yeah. that's what was coming out of me when I heard <laughs> where that yeah. comment. Those two are not in this. Hellraiser, Exorcist, not in the same conversation. They are no, right no. now, but for reasons. Uh, you know what is in the same conversation as Hellraiser? All of these five movies in test number one, the worst of its kind. Is this film the best of the worst or the worst of its kind? Okay, good transition. Very clunky dialogue beforehand, Chris. Get on your game. Uh, starting with Candyman, Tony Todd. Yes. How do you think that did? I never saw it, but I favorable. You never really saw good. it? It's got to be in the 70s. It is in the 70s. I've seen The Lawnmower, man. Oh, shame on you. <laughs> uh, 79, Bob. Okay. Good call. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Almost in the 80s. Um, a movie called Reanimator with Jeffrey Combs. No. Oh, one of my favorites. We got to watch that just for fun. Okay. I've heard uh, good things about it, and that is bolstered by the 94 it got on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Amazing practical effects. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Evil Dead 2, Bruce Campbell. Another God. big hitter. This is I my wheel. This is my wheelhouse. These Evil Dead, like they're because the first one was intended to be scary, but it ended up being funny, and then they kind of ran with it. And I think they yeah. hit it out of the park every time. So probably right. like a ninety. It's gotta ninety-five. Be high. All right. Yeah, it's got to be high. Holy moly! Uh, Army of Darkness. Embeth Davids. Ninety-eight. Army of Darkness. That's an Evil Dead three. Yeah, essentially. 
Coming in with yes. a 75, another strong huh. score. Okay. And Halloween, Jamie Lee Curtis. The first one. Yes, a 96. Oh. That was a good Heavy hitters that, abound. That what was an a average. Good, that was a good slasher. I, I, for, it was. for the time, it came yeah. out for a $100,000 budget. That was good film. It was really it scary. Film. It was really yeah. scary for how it was filmed. I agree. Yeah. yeah, there's so much tension in that end scene when she's in the closet. Yeah. My God. Um, the opening scenes, yeah, I agree. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, yeah, ninety six. If I hadn't said it before, an average of eighty seven point eight percent. Oh shit! That is among our highest ever recorded. Mm. What did Hellraiser come in with this week? I want to guess sixty three. Is it? Is it in the same like same realm as like Salt Lake City Punk, where like it's not a great score, but people either like lionize it or just yeah. fucking despise it. But I so, feel like, like I feel like critics are gonna. Uh, uh, lower this score. So 37. Man, I think it deserves a 37 or less. Uh, Rob is more on the money here. A 70. <laughs> oh, shit. This movie Rob. got a 70 on Rotten Tomatoes. Bullshit. Making Rob. my um, confidence in, in Rotten Tomatoes much lower than, than it was before this week at Negative 17.8 and the worst of its kind. Mm-hmm. It deserves to be the worst of its kind, but man, yeah. I wish that score was a little stronger because uh, I want it to yeah. lose every week from now on because I hate yeah. it. I blame Rob. Me too. Rob. <laughs> what did I do? What did I do? Test number two. Limericks uh, forever. Ain't that a pitch? Yeah. I got an idea for movie. Bob said he wanted to go last, right? Is that is that is that true? I think yeah, he I, deserved it. I keep I, I keep going first or second. Oh right. so, yeah, I'll go last. Chris, I, you want to go he first? Deserves it not not just because he hasn't, but because this is kind of his idea. This movie. Okay, so Chris, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? It doesn't matter to me, buddy. Right, let me get it out of the way. Right. There was a man named Pinhead on this thrill ride who had a total four minutes of screen time. Weird, chattery flesh man and that big-headed flim-flam want pussy to transport through space-time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, nice. Uh, <clears throat> here we go. Raising hell is a dangerous thing to do. Cenobites might make you suffer and spew. Want the guy on the title? You're going to wait for a while. Cheers to Frank. We're all suffering with you. Good. That's fair. <laughs> I, I only wanted to go last because I rhymed Cenobites. Okay, here we go. Wow. There, <laughs> there once were some slow-moving Cenobites brought about by a box and some candlelight. Lots of practical gore and sadly not much more. What a waste of 1.37 gigabytes. <laughs> yeah. That was Fair. really good. <laughs> I think Bob wins on this one. And... I, I'm going Bob again, but what's this uh, star grade from you, Rob? Solid four. I, I'll go four as well. I really enjoyed that. This is bad, though, because Hellraiser is getting uh, scores that are not going to win. Uh, it's the it, pitch is confusing because... Like, hey, 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 hey. It's science. It's science. Well, science is confusing, Chris. It's because the the, the good pitch is funny because it's making fun of the bad movie. So you want to give the inherently bad thing a high score. 
So that's the are wild you, card. Are you saying that we've been reading the machine backwards? No, I'm just saying it's a good wild card because, like, if it I say I, every- okay, <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was gonna say we should just uh, uh, reverse it because I hate this movie so much. Okay, yeah, so that's a a, a one then a one star. <laughs> reverse. No, it's, it's, like, just, it's still a four. It's still a four, but uh, the the better the pick, the worse the movie the worse must the movie. be. Okay, okay. So, so <laughs> if it wins, it, it was loses. easier for us to make yeah. fun of. So yes. so if it wins, it loses. If it wins, it loses. Then Mid- goodbye yeah. confusion. Right? Mid-season, right? Let's There's do no it. confusion yeah. now. <laughs> confusion. Why not? Eliminate. Yeah. Why not? Seriously. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bob. Four star. Excellent. That'll uh, that'll definitely help us with making Hellraiser the worst of the season, which it ought to be. I hated it more than Anaconda, if you can believe it. Uh, yeah. Let's see how it fares in test number three: the worst dialogue. Dialogue. Some bullshit. I just deleted the my anaconda button before this show. Oh, just about to... <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you okay, gotta bring also... it back for the uh, comparison. I will. You could, yeah. Don't worry. Don't um, worry. I will. I've been toying with making uh, less than ten so that we can do more fun stuff uh, because ten is is a lot. But uh, this movie may deserve all 10. For Next sure. season. Sure. That sounds good to me. Uh, the, the problem is that we, we do the seven, the three, and the one clip. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to, be, to become another, um, like, acting stand on, it stands on its own because it's all clips. Yeah. I don't, I don't want dialogue to be all clips as well, you know? Yeah. Anyway, uh, this is kind of, we're, ta- we're talking shop and we shouldn't be. Number 10. Uh, some dinner guest, right, asks yeah. Larry how his hand is doing after he hit it on a nail moving the mattress, right? Mm-hmm. She yeah. says, does your hand still hurt? And Larry says, no, only when I drink to the laughter of a couple. What did yeah. that mean? Non sequitur? I don't know. That was horrible. Horrible, horrible line. That's, yeah. that's nearly number 10. Larry yeah. again. Uh, it's just towards the beginning of the movie, uh, the phone rings in the in the house, and he, Larry, startled, goes, "What the hell is that?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> to, to the sound of a phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Larry once more, you can't leave. To his party guests, this is the night of the paper hat here. <laughs> what, what, what does that mean? I don't know. Don't know. Okay, I, I thought one of you might have looked this like up. Gonna I, make I, sail- I thought about looking. <laughs> Were they going to make like sailor hats out of like old newspapers or something and like <laughs> turn a row around the table? I, I I did a lot of looking up, but that was one thing I did not look up. Okay, yeah, I I should have I uh, should have looked it up myself. The night of the paper hat. Never heard that expression. Uh, it hadn't no. before or since. Let's go to our first clip of the night. This one's called Frank. Bear with me one second. Uh-uh. Sure. What happened was something really stupid. This can go on the bingo card. We are a professional. Ghosty. 
Come to daddy. Daddy. You all right? I didn't catch the, like the delay trails until I was wearing the good headphones just now. Like, daddy, <laughs> daddy, <laughs> daddy, daddy, Uncle Frank, love you too, daddy. Yeah, well, there you go. That was our more for the YouTube audience clip of the night. Uh, still totally ridiculous, but check out the clip on mm -hmm. YouTube. It's it's. In my estimation, it's made for TV uh, mm -hmm. production value, and to me, it's just really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Number six is uh, Pinhead, believe it or not. He had a line that made it. A and only because he said, pain and pleasure indivisible, one, looks like just pain to me, and two, they're definitely divisible in my mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I uh, they, I was I was curious to find out like how it was that these two were married in this movie. That's it's a creepy concept for me, like wanting it and hating it all together at once. Right, mm -hmm. but they didn't do anything but make it look like something I would never ever want. I wouldn't mess with that uh, Rubik's cube that like summons demons from another dimension. Ever, yeah, personally, no. uh, and they they didn't do anything to change my mind. Had they had they bridged that subject for me, I would have been very impressed. But they didn't yeah. do any of that. It just looked like uh, Dave Navarro on the set of a Ink Masters finale where he's dangling from hooks in front of an audience. And the suspense me, that's not been, yeah, and he says this is the suspense you've been waiting for because he's like suspended. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. he did. <laughs> he really did. Yeah. Right, <laughs> I seen it. <laughs> he threw out that uh, that what a joke, dude. That Ugh. that got me. That got me rolling. Yeah. Uh, number five, Julia. And she's talking to Frank, skinless, homeless Frank. Mm -hmm. uh, just like those skinless, homeless uh, zombies in Judge Dredd. And the uh, skinless, homeless guy <laughs> in Cabin Fever. We just happen yeah. to get a lot of skinless, homeless guys. Yeah. Uh, Julia says, the Cenobites will never find us. Not in the whole wide world. Yeah. How, so she doesn't know what they are. Who they are. Yeah. Where they're from. Anything right. about them, but she's yeah. sure that you know if she flees the country with him, they will never be able to track them down. That's yeah. just the maternal instinct to make him feel safe. Well, I guess I hadn't considered that. Is that it? No. Mm. No. Oh, no. Yeah, okay. Good. Okay. You know the uh, British guy, the second stranger to to come into the house with her. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Completely out of nowhere. Like completely random line. He's like walking up the stairs with her and he goes, I get lonely sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> not not what I say when I'm trying to get laid. I don't know yeah. about you guys. No. <laughs> it's it's been a while, but I have a feeling that that would not be my tenth line at least. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> We're walking up to bed, and 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 there's a line I throw out with with hopes of baiting my wife. Yeah. Uh, another clip. This one's called Table Talk. Here's where it's really it, it's really going to take off for you. I was afraid you were going to sue him. I should do it. Bill, I should look, you know all about that stuff. I'll call you tomorrow. We'll sue his ass. <laughs> Doctors. That's right. And what's my darling daughter drinking? I don't remember. Oh, listen, Julie, that's my No, no more for me, thanks. Okay. Okay, stop. I'm not going to be able to stand up. So lie down. <laughs> see when i'm when i'm on like a first date and meeting the dad the first thing i want to do is implicate i'm raw dogging his daughter the second we leave the dinner table right while she while she's passed out because you fed her as much majorska as you could at the dinner table in front of her. Yeah. <laughs> exactly absolutely uh, outrageous but the highlight for the for me in that clip was when the woman goes She's not wrong, but yeah. Uh, Number two. This is a combined uh, dialogue. I haven't done this in a while, but uh, to to get to squeeze it between three and two, I had to. Frank says, "Christy, it's Frank. It's Uncle Frank. Come to Daddy." And then Mm -hmm. a minute later, he says, "One last time, give me that box." Yeah. I know what he's talking about, but the sexual undertones of this yeah. movie made it so that. I, all right, I, I'm I'm going to stop there and leave it for later in the movie okay. uh, uh, podcast because it's it's just remember I said that as we throw it to the first the best the drum roll please. Let's go for some brandy. You want a cookie, little girl? <laughs> I'm feeling sick. Oh, babe. Is there anything I can get you? Uh, maybe a, a brandy? It's coming right up. I'll be down in a minute. Okay. There's no hurry. What, what is funny? What is funny about pretending to be a child molester? Want a little girl? I was so thoroughly confused by that. I uh, yeah. I had to get your reaction. What 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 the fuck did you think when he said that? What was he going for? Maybe he was. Maybe there was like a commercial he was like quoting, like a like a pop culture reference. Wow, no. there was no. There was no. There was no maybe. <laughs> That the was seventies advertising was unhinged. So I mean, you know. yeah, but not not to that degree. It was okay. more more psychedelic. Yeah, I don't know. I oh, did we lose Bob? Oh no, it looks Uh-oh. that way. Anyway, we'll uh... we'll have to get his thoughts uh, when he when he reconvenes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> still, I thought that was super molesty. Is that a word? It was. It was. It is. I think if like you were in that situation, I wouldn't want somebody touching my anaconda. (laughs) No, definitely not. Uh, The the, the reverse is true. Whatever a woman's anaconda. 
Yeah. Her fallopian tubes. She's got yeah. dual anacondas going each inside. Dual anacondas. You, you know what? You know what's not good about this is that Bob is in control of our next segment. So why don't we throw <sighs> it to your ad read? Sure. Speaking of skinless Franks, today's episode of the worst movie ever made is brought to you by our good friends at Microwave Hot Dogs at 3 a.m. We told you about the meat. Now let's take the reviews to the street. These are real reviews from real people. <clears throat> Truth is, you can't pay for publicity this good. Dave from Kansas City has this to say. When Shoshana left me, I was devastated. Not only did she get the kids, but the child support and alimony amounts were made based on last year's figures. I haven't actually seen any real income this year, despite the sweat equity I put into project after project. How the hell am I supposed to come up with $13,000 a month if my limited resources are sunk into the only single room I can afford at the extended stay La Quinta off the highway? The front door opens to the street, and sometimes there's knocking in the middle of the night. I fear for my life. When it's 3 a.m. and I'm trying to rock myself back to sleep, I get by with a little help from my friend, a microwaved hot dog. <laughs> Sometimes I dip it straight into the room temp Frenches and lick off the condiment as I stare idly through the parted blinds and think about Shoshana and how that bitch doesn't even know what's coming. <laughs> it's like that fun dip snack from when we were kids. Oh, well, how we have to grow up sooner or later. Microwaved hot dogs at 3 a.m. Now easier to pump out of your stomach when you pass out in the motel pool. <laughs> They're just gonna get worse. The the depths of your depravity, Rob. <laughs> I don't I don't know how your mind gets there. You, uh, what you just said was more frightening than anything that happened out of right there. <laughs> <laughs> none. I I think I watched too much Assy McGee at like too young of an age. Uh, probably, but it, yeah. you know what I did is I I imagined. Do you remember the part? Where uh, Kirsty's in the hospital and then the wall opens and then there's that thing running down the hallway at her. Yeah. That was a hot dog just now. <laughs> <by mine. laughs> 3 a.m. 3 a.m. Oh, man. Uh, well, I, I should hope we go Bob, to a, uh, Should we go to Worst Offensive and then. Oh, there he is. Oh, oh, oh there he is. Let's, let's hope he pops on. I'm wagging. There, there he is. is. You got, Bob, had, uh, go ahead. I had, I had some kind of internet connectivity issue. Well, I'm sure that won't continue because that would be stupid. We did uh we did Rob's ad read where he made me feel really miserable for the person that he <laughs> described eating a hot dog at 3 a.m. at some ho- La Quinta uh, <laughs> while his wife takes his kids and 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 money away. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, uh, go ahead. Uh, uh, I think we could do. Uh, Bob, you had a thought that got cut off about that cookie dialogue, and then we can get into worse production. Yes. It, it's okay. I forget. Honestly, I was so right. frustrated by this internet connection. All right, we're we're just gonna say that the uh, the the brandy. Um, here's a cookie, little girl. Line was molesty. I think that's the word yeah. we're going right. for. Right. Yeah. And without further ado. Test number four. All right. The worst production this week is probably not what you were thinking. Basically, my tagline is the Cenobites were just straight up silly. Yeah. They were. Like, 
so I, I watched the remake, and not that I, I didn't read the source material. I, I should have done a deep, deep, deep dive and read the source material. So Clive Barker was the director, and he was also the original author of the Hellraiser books, which were called Hellbound or something like that. Okay. And um, the, the Cenobites were never main characters in, in the books, which they weren't in the movie either. But they also, no, but they also weren't terrifying. They weren't scary. They weren't uh, threatening. They were just silly. Like yeah. the, the, ch- the chattering teeth, the chubby guy, yeah. the goth chick. I know goth wasn't a thing back in 1987, but she was goth. And then yes. Pinhead, which was only scary if you had to watch Pinhead be formed. Which they only did in the sequel. Yeah. Not, not to not not to spoil anything for the. Uh, that makes me want to watch this. It's fine because I'm never going to watch it. Yeah, and there were several sequels. The so basically, people who are fans of the series tout the first movie as the best, the second movie is the second best, and the reboot in 2022 as the third best. <laughs> okay. And so I I watched the reboot and. There was still barely Pinhead compared to the 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 um the first two. It was about the same. I, but... I feel like that the the seventy that they achieved the Manos was merely because of the cover art, including Pinhead. Well, Pinhead wasn't even called Pinhead. Did you guys notice that? That was probably like a fan right, name, right? Was. Yeah, yeah. Pinhead was only <laughs> called Pinhead in like the third movie, I think. All right. He was called the priest in the original original story, and then again in the remake, only as the priest. Yeah, so they really had, uh, I, I guess, the alternate dimension demons that tortured you if you summoned them was the strength of the story, and yeah. the yeah. the layout that they gave you, what they what they gave the spread that they gave full spread, in in. Uh, <laughs> worst per- in, in worst movie ever made, die uh, type uh, Z yeah. guys. It's the full spread, the full spread that we got, um, did not live up to the idea of the movie. Right, right. I thought it was gonna be good because like, just like the blue light shining on Pinhead, like wh- looking down at you from above. Yeah, it was like an iconic and like I I remember seeing trailers when I was a kid and being afraid of it. Going, like, this must be I, fucking crazy. I never wanted same. to watch. Yeah, exactly. Same exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, never never watched watched it. It. I didn't watch it until I was an adult. Yeah. And then when I did, I'm like, this is really dumb. It sucks. So Super. I brought, so I brought it to your attention. Yeah. Well, thank you for doing thank that. Thank you for uh, your service. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for our service and watching this and, and ripping yeah. it apart. Um, like the flesh on that spinning barbed wire board. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is, yeah. Let's throw it to test number five, the most offensive. Did you just say the F word? You? No, he's talking about the F. He's talking about the Kyle! Well, that's not nice. Eric! Dude, you just said the F again! Stanley! Kenny! What's the big deal? It doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah. Okay, I hope everyone, including you two, enjoy the bit where I uh, do the alliteration gag as much as possible because I really went for it, like, every single time. All right, I'm, I'm ready to type. Let's go. <laughs> you, you love it, so we love it. 
Yes. I love it, and uh, I don't know whether you guys are, are sick of trying to figure out what the fuck I'm talking about. No, <laughs> and I mean, you guys, you two, and the audience, but I'm going to go for it and then explain it if you don't laugh. So okay. it's, it's like a mini, mini game. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this I mean, this pod is a pod of mini games all strung together. Yeah. <clears throat> Number one, putting your parliament out on the Persian. I feel like you guys can get that one. Cigarette rug. Yeah, like guy's dream home. It's Larry's dream home, and Julia's like not into it at all. So she yeah. spits her fucking cigarette out and then just puts it out on the ground of the house. Yeah. Right, exactly. You never do that unless you fucking hate where you're at. You know? Yeah. We didn't know yet that she uh didn't respect Larry. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> but speaking of which. The Frank Fetish flashback featuring chin-chewing Frenches. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was Frank doing? They go to make out and he eats her chin. Yeah. He, yeah, he, he, he does a lot of things. Let's just say that. He, Frank yeah. is a... He's a catalyst. Uh, While we're on the subject of Frank, can I give you my, my little rhyming fun one that I wanted to say? Yeah, yeah. M- mummy cummies. <laughs> mummy cummies yeah. yeah he was covered in there's that well he had, like, during like the second yeah. after the second he had that like, just dripping down his cheek it was weird gross it, it, it is odd yeah. yeah um it's definitely odd yeah somebody should have given him a towel in that side room yeah oh god he does have to find a way to entertain himself when he's not murdering so <laughs> <laughs> uh Number three, daddy condoning dude drooling all over drunk daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Just like, oh, I'm having too good a time to throw these people out with this kid trying to bang my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. By getting her drunk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Number four, calling daddy daddy at 22. (laughs) Yeah. That was creepy. (laughs) That's that's more of a new thing, though. I have to say, yeah, what, daddy being like sexy, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, but not your daddy being sexy, yeah. not your actual daddy. That wasn't yeah. the case back in '87, though. Yeah, I, but I also feel yeah. like your uncle calling himself your daddy is not sexy. All right, if if, if that's part of the 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 deal, then yes, I agree. Well, let's yeah. lump it all in. Yeah. All right. Lumps. Number five. Lumps. <laughs> Lumps. Future. Uh, <clears throat> ball pin beating by bitch to British Bell End. All right. Yeah. I, you lost me. She okay. beat the. Yeah. Okay. So Julia beat the British douchebag to death, but they had to make sure that he was a douchebag first. Yeah. So I call oh, them a bell okay. end because it's a British insult that they call each other. And that, that, they actually take that seriously. Okay. Uh, but God. you know the moment where he's like, you're not going to turn back now on me, are you? You know, like like yeah. pressuring her into having yeah. sex. So it's okay that right. she's open. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But why even bother? You want her to be evil. Yeah. They should have made that guy uh, a nice character. They should have made yeah. him nice. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. This might be the most offensive part of the movie, and it was downplayed by far. Like, like, way too much. Uh, screaming spouse shouting stop should stop sex. Oh, yeah. Yes. Totally, totally should. Yeah, it should. But Larry was all about it uh, for a little while there. Yeah. 
I don't know. Uh, I, I can't say that I don't, maybe I shouldn't even go here, but I can't say that I've ever found myself in a situation where I'm doing stuff and the word stop is being screamed at high volumes. But I bet you, if it was, it would probably, um, you know, prevent me from going further uh, out of pure guilt and shame and uh, yeah, somebody's getting an ice and horror. Somebody's getting an ice cream cone. Yes. Yeah. Somebody's getting I, ice cream. I, I'll double down and say, <laughs> I'll double down and say, Larry loves lecherous, loves making. I like it. <laughs> wow. Was that on the fly? It was on the fly, yes. Wow, I almost spit out my beer. That was that was excellent. <laughs> Boy, and I, I thought uh I thought pouring over these for like uh five minutes each was hard work and look at Bob making me look bad. Yeah. Thanks, Bob Bob Foolery. Oh no, Chris, I'm making you look good for ins- inspiration. <laughs> good point. Uh, imitation, the sincerest form of flattery. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, here's my last before I ask for mentions. Frank fiending for nourishing nectar of the niece. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I left that for last for obvious reasons. Because yeah. we'd be speechless. <laughs> nourishing nectar of the niece. You've outdone yourself, Chris. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was pretty happy with that one. Uh, so do you guys agree then? That's offensive. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Very. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my wording amplifying those effects, I think. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have anything? I, I, I'm, no, yeah, I'm not talking to you for at least two more days. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, no, just because we've seen movies that are like more... <laughs> better at everything this movie has tried to do i thought this movie felt kind of tame aside from what you had mentioned chris like it's just honestly for something as shocking as people are saying in like the youtube comments it was just it was people in the 80s acting like people in the 80s and some scary spooky stuff yeah it it was mostly these the 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 like i don't know half-cocked sexual undertones that were super offensive there wasn't really anything about the scariness that offended me. Yeah. Right. Same. Better know. I, I guess maybe Pinhead like putting together the guy's face as like a puzzle in the beginning was almost like a, a, a little. I, I I expected it to be a better movie when I saw that. Yeah. You know. So I guess I'm offended that in in the first three minutes they gave me what I wanted and then they went away yeah. from it for. You know, eighty minutes, and they gave to me a touch of it at the end. Further and further away from it, yeah, right. And, yeah. And, but that, but that's personal and not global in, yeah. in terms of offensiveness. True. True. Yeah. So yeah. it it isn't there. Um, okay. Well, if if we have nothing else, we'll move into test number six, where uh, I could take a break and listen to some clips. Yeah. The worst acting. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. 
Do you guys want to know about the night of the paper hat? Of course I do. This is on the Hellraiser subreddit. It's just an expression that says this is a celebration. Because when you we have a birthday party, you're wearing a paper hat. Oh. Probably just like a vernacular from a time that's not ours. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, nicely put there, Rob. Stupid. <clears throat> uh, I, I'm very glad that we're throwing into the clips because I, I feel like I need to recover for having said what I said just before I, we threw it to test number six. I, uh, why don't we start with some bad acting in the form of the clip on the lips. Excuse me. My lucky day. Hi. Do you want to buy a bed? Not much. Dad! Kirsty! Hi! Hello, sweetie! Come here! Here you go. Oh, great. This is a big house. You like? Yeah. We like. Well, I'll give you the grand tour if we ever get this goddamn bed moved. Is Julia here? She's upstairs. Mm-hmm. Look, be gentle with her, okay? She hates moving. Surprise. Kirsty. Okay, all right. I'll be nice. You get on with the grunt work, and. Make myself some coffee. It's a great idea. There's the kitchen. Okay. <laughs> that your daughter? Uh huh. Got her mother's looks. Her mother's dead. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. So I guess he. I guess he hates the uh, movie guys. He just doesn't. Uh, he's like masking it until that particular point he's like throwing them the beers he actually really hates them but he's still trying to keep it civil yeah. and then the guy like hits on his daughter and he realizes it when the uh, mother's looks line comes out and he's like the mother's dead he yeah he hits on the daughter while insulting the dead mom at the same time right exactly uh but larry does the guy who plays larry who i know i've seen in something else i could not figure it out I went through his filmography and I couldn't find what I knew him from. I didn't. Larry, I've seen what? before. I know what? I have. He was the original bad guy in the first Dirty Harry movie. Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe that's maybe yeah. that's why I couldn't because I've seen uh, Dirty Harry. Probably all of them in fucking film in high school. You know, yeah. they, <clears throat> film uh, film teachers like to tell you about the purpose of soundtrack that's one one thing that i noticed that people who are teaching you about film uh yeah. w- want to tell you is when when you hear that's probably not going to come through on the audio of the podcast but you know that the uh the duel is about to start or, or yeah but uh, here comes the good guy i don't know why yeah. I stop but uh you know what I mean? That 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 was w- what I learned about the Dirty Harry franchise was that they had a uh, a particular sound for each character that came in. So I know that I've seen uh, at least the first couple Dirty Harry movies. Long-winded way of saying I've seen that guy. Couldn't f- figure that it was Dirty Harry. So thank you, Bob. That must have been it. It, it. it When I first saw that, I'm like, oh shit, that's exactly where I know this guy from. And uh. Yeah, because I remember seeing the original Dirty Harry in my high school years or middle school years and, yeah. and being freaked out by the villain because he was a psychopath. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and rewatch because I remember kind of enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. The, the original was good. It was really a good movie. I, I, I'm easy when it comes to Westerns, though. Something about that like time period and style of movie making 
uh, it's just pleasing to my eye. It, w- it was a good early 70s flick. I'd, wa- I'd recommend it. Okay. Maybe not for the uh, good movie pod, but... No, no, not quite. Okay. No. All right. <clears throat> Throwing it to uh, another clip that starts with, oh, this one is, oh, no. Like you, she's so damn polite. Uh, yeah, meaning what? Oh, I don't know. She's she's uptight and frigid. I beg your pardon. Huh? See, there you go. I beg your pardon. Hey, we're not all frigid. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. That's not what I heard. Well, you must have been speaking to all the wrong people. Uh, so really, that I, I, I guess this was our second instance of uh, YouTube clippers only, but the audio was bad too, right? That was, that was yeah. Gilmore Girls. Not to send you on a tangent, Rob, but uh, uh, that I'll... was Gr- Gilmore Girls speed dialogue right there, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yes. That is bad acting when you don't know how to let the moment <laughs> breathe, let the other actor get in their line without you chomping at the bit. You know the way that I yeah. do with you guys while you're talking. <laughs> and I, I apologize for that um, but yeah the, the dialogue back and forth could have been in worse dialogue but was yeah. in worse acting instead because when they make out it to me was funny they yeah. kiss then they like look at each other like do you like it I like it and then they kiss mm-hmm. again and then they do the same thing where they pull back and they're like did you enjoy the second salvo in our salivating <laughs> you know session and then they go back in for a makeout, and the camera pulls away, and yeah. blah blah blah. Uh, not not a scene that I would um, have okayed for my movie, but hey, what am I? Some kind of movie director, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Exactly. <clears throat> uh, why don't we throw it to another clip? We'll see what you guys think of bastard. Rory Gilmore's a whore. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mourn him. He was dead long before we ever touched him. Bastard! Oh, hush now. Everything's all right. Frank's here. <laughs> Bastard! Your dear old Uncle Frank. What the hell is that? Uh, 
all right, so here's my problem. My biggest problem. It, mm-hmm. it, 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 it might be hard to believe that this is my biggest problem with the clip, but the word bastard has never hit hard for me. No. When, when I, if anybody ever called me a bastard, I feel like I would just take it in stride, no problem. Like I like yeah. it doesn't matter right. how heated the moment was. Like if I'm about to get punched in the face and somebody call me a bastard, I think I'd laugh. It's yeah, it's like it's a word in the dictionary. It's not like it's a blanket. Like there's a there's like a definition and there's just like yelling it as an exclamation and it's just like Yeah, I mean it's you don't know enough about me to insult me proper. So you're right. just calling yeah. me a bastard right. or a fuckface or Right. Well, it's, yeah. It sounds bad. It it sounds bad, and then the actual definition of the word is also not very insulting. It's like yeah. I I had nothing to do with that. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. So, true. Right. So it it just like when she screams that at him the first time, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, like bring something harder. You know, like yeah. you're not you're not damning him to 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 endless torture and hell yet yeah. with that comment. Right. So get break something else, and then she says it again. And I'm like, oh god, give me a break. Yeah. But this is after her. It sounds like I I was laughing just before we introduced the clip, and it sounded like my laugh my laughter continued as she started, uh, like yeah. panting, screaming, or whatever what she was doing. It didn't sound like she was afraid at first. It sounded and like she was laughing almost. Not to mention, this is the climax of the film. It is the absolute climax. Yeah. Right, exactly. And I, I sat there watching it like, whoa. That was <laughs> right. That was Bob, the I felt like I, um, I, I felt like I, I didn't allow you to say something there, and I, I, I apologize. Was there something you wanted to? Uh... No, not, not for this clip. No. Okay, good. Well, we, we have one more that I, I think you, you might have uh, <laughs> some, some interest <laughs> in. This one's called Mad Dog. I need to talk to you. Of course. It's okay, baby. Julia told me everything. Oh, no. See, your brother Frank is upstairs. He's, he's upstairs and he's trying to kill you. Uh, he's going to uh, kill uh, you. Now, wait, wait, wait. Whatever Frank did was unspeakable. Unspeakable. But believe me... <laughs> It's finished with now. Why is it finished? He's gone. What does gone mean? He's dead, Kirsty. He was insane, baby. A mad dog. I had to put him out of his misery. <laughs> Jesus, what a scene. I think I figured out what I hate about this movie. Or why it's not good. He was insane, baby. You see all the monsters up front. So like the fact that like that was like Frank kind of wearing like a Larry suit. Uh-huh. Like it'd be creepier if Larry just started acting a little weird towards the end of the second act and he didn't know why he was acting weird and then it was revealed later. Whereas like he's like you see like the the seams on his human suit like Oh yeah. 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 And his hands look like ham fists. You know, yeah. like by the third act, <laughs> it, it was like it was so obvious that, that he was wearing his kids too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all 
Uh, I I don't know who the chick is that plays uh, Kirsty, but I think she's awful. Yeah, and I I don't think the guy Larry does does uh, too well in that scene either. No, I guess, I guess no. I'll leave it at that. And no one's mentioning, and this is all I wanted to say. In ter- I, I hate to put this in worst acting, but best acting, I want to give to Claire Higgins, who played Julia, the uh, the older, yeah, uh, uh, other woman. Yeah. When yeah, she, we ha- we haven't said much about her, but I will. I promise. Right, because when when she first killed her first victim. She convincingly, in my opinion, she convincingly played someone who just killed someone for the first time. I'll I'll have to say, I was very impressed with her acting. And then, of course, I did a deep dive in her acting, and she's like, like, like Shakespearean trained, like, uh, uh, theater, like, you know, uh, experienced actress. She's, she's good. She portrayed like the glaze over, like, oh, that just happened. Look, while still trying to, like, get out of the situation remaining lucid. So like that, like it was convincing. I thought she did a great job. Like compared to everyone else in the movie, I thought she was the only one who I was like, wow, she's good. Like I even texted you guys saying like, don't be fooled by the first act. Cause the first act is when she says her first kill. And after her first kill, it all goes downhill. Yeah. Well, well, as is evidenced by what we've uh, presented so far for why this movie is so bad, she has she has hardly come up, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and and for reasons that reason number one being she she portrayed the character really well. I I completely agree. Yeah. Um, but everyone else is just terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Awful. Yeah. Start to finish, every single character. Yeah. Uh, why don't we uh, go to factor no fact? Worst movie ever made presents Fact or No Fact. All right. All right. Fact or No Fact this week, I just aptly called Hell. Okay. Because this movie was. Absolutely. So I am challenging the two of you and the listening audience to discern fact from no fact. Okay. Okay. Okay, starting with the first line, Barker, that would be Clive Barker, the author. He, he found the original puzzle box in an antique shop, and that inspired the writing of the original book. Okay. Okay. Second, the actress who played Julia, that's the one I was just talking about, was the only British lead cast, uh, cast member in a primarily British-produced movie. Because Clive Barker was British. Uh, Pinhead had much larger role in the stories, but budget constraints and a very lengthy makeup routine made it too expensive. Uh, but eventually, they made up for it in later movies. But he was um, yeah, originally a much larger part of the stories. Okay, fourth, an early British industrial band called the Throbbing Gristle. Provided the score for the film. A throbbing gristle. I just wanted to put that out there. Okay. And last, <laughs> the, <laughs> the actor that played Larry 
suggested the line, Jesus wept right before he was torn apart, rather than the scripted line that was just, fuck you. Mm, okay. The, those are my line. Those are my my, okay. my my selling points. Go for it. I'm gonna eliminate the ones I don't think are correct. And normally, I normally I lead with what I think it is, but I think number three, Pinhead Pinhead had a much larger role, but budget and makeup made it too expensive. Um, that makeup was not that amazing. He was blue and had like a grid and fake nails, so I don't believe that. <clears throat> um. Puzzle piece, antique shop. I could see that because people are inspired by like inanimate objects, but I don't. I think in this case, this is just like a. It's believable, but I don't think it's true for this. Um. I think Jesus wept was. I think that was scripted, because wasn't Pinhead supposed to be like a preacher or whatever? It makes it makes sense. So, but fuck you would have been way more badass. But I'm gonna eliminate that. Um, I'm. I've heard. I want to say I've heard the name Throbbing Gristle. If they're like the, if they ran the same like gamut that like KMFDM and other like European industrial acts, I could see that like being like a breakthrough for them, like scoring the film. And if it just because of British written doesn't, if it takes place in the states. I think it did take place in the States. I think the cars all had steering wheels on the left, right? Were there any cars? I'm trying to think of it. Was it set in the States or was it set in England? I'm confused. Um, this was set in the States. It's set in, set so the if States. it's set in the States, you wouldn't have a bunch of British people on the cast. So um, that's believable because, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Throbbing Gristle is the fact. Throbbing Gristle provided the film score. Okay. I'm between the Jesus Web line. And the Clive Barker puzzle box. I really like the puzzle box. Um, Bob, can you repeat fact number two, or uh, so-called fact number two, the Claire Higgins fact, please? Uh, the actress who played Julia was the only British lead cast member in a primarily British-produced movie. Okay, thank you. Lead. 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 That could be true. Damn. Uh, but why would that be so interesting? I feel like Barker's puzzle box is the right answer. But if he wants to give himself as much credit as he does, by putting his name on the movie as well. He probably doesn't. He's not the kind of guy who wants to be like, oh, I was inspired by something I saw. And that can be the whole idea. Oh, because you're, you're thinking that you, you're thinking that he wants people to think that he thought of it himself. He wasn't inspired. by. Yeah, it not yeah, inspired. Okay. It just yeah. it, it was can... all a passion, like a passion project for him. Yeah. I'm going with the Barker puzzle box anyway. All right. Uh, so Pinhead was actually um, not barely like in anything in the story. Right. It was actually the the uh, I forget the name of the character. It was the chubbier of the Cenobites. Oh, okay. Was yeah. originally the lead of the Cenobites. All right. 
but because the makeup and, and prosthetics were so thick, he couldn't say any lines, so they actually made him more of a subordinate in the movie. Okay. Understood. Same with the chatterbox, by the way. Right. Okay. Uh, Julia was far from the only non, uh, the only British person. Larry and his daughter were the only non-British actors. Yeah. Okay. Everyone mm. else was British. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, what was Larry's brother's name? The, Frank. 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 Frank's lines were all dubbed because huh. he was English, and uh, they wanted to make him look American. So they dubbed no him kidding. Lines. I can see yeah. that now. Yeah, and his his uh, what do you call that? Skinless Frank was yeah. a complete a completely different actor. Huh. All, all, also English. <laughs> took, took me back to the ad read. Bit skinless tip. Frank. Speaking of hey, skinless Frank, skinless <laughs> Frank. <laughs> All right. Um, the uh, uh, let me think. Jesus wept. Um, was originally fuck you. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So and Larry's. That yeah, that was the fact. Larry uh, suggested. I didn't want to uh, uh, rat either of you out earlier than the other one because you both picked wrong answers. Robin Gristle is an actual British industrial band. 1975. So I suggest I suggest checking them out because they're not that bad. <laughs> no, that, that and, Euro and trash. Yeah, the Euro they, trash they, industrial stuff's fun, dude. Yeah, they were not part of the soundtrack and the puzzle box. I made that completely up. Uh, that, the, the puzzle box was designed by the production designer of the movie. It was a, a complete fabrication by Clive Barker. Right. Well, as as I had said, I was between the two, and I went with the puzzle I know. box. Even I know. though I had a reason why Clive Barker would not use it, and i just mad at myself. Yeah, you should be. I'm mad at you too, Chris. Right. Yeah. I, I, had, I had faith in you. I thought you were going to get it. I was like, I was rooting for you. <laughs> I really thought I was there, but I wasn't. <laughs> I was somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Let's turn to the catch-all. So sad. We're only asking you to pick up what we're throwing down because you're not catching it in the first place. Welcome to the catch-all. Funny as it happens, the first thing I wrote was Clive Barker is clearly very proud. This projects for some reason. <laughs> he is. Yeah. He really. He really is. And, and the audience um, apparently agrees that he should be. Uh, do candles provide anything other than light for rituals? Uh, this has always befuddled me. Well, I never. I never understood that. Well, with the movie we're talking about next week, which I'll drop the title at the end of this episode, we'll have the candle debate at length next. Next week. Oh think, right? no! Yes. Okay. This is this I, is all foreign to me, but I'm 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 excited for for later. the worst movie ever made. That I I started watching it earlier. Okay. Okay. I I don't even know what we're talking about yet. I think right. I do a little bit because decisions were made. Yeah. I just uh, I'm I'm in the fog machine. There are fog machines in this movie. Yes. Uh, it, it is it, it is it, incredibly it, obvious. Fog machines in this podcast. Yeah. Yes. Why didn't they go with the dry ice? Dry ice looks way better for fog. 
Yeah, maybe maybe this movie is the reason they know that now. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm gonna ship dry ice to all three locations so we can have it running for the next podcast. <laughs> Please, that'd be great. Uh, skin rips in this movie look awful. Yeah. Oh, really awful. They don't like look model like magic. Awful. Model magic over like red play though. So I watched. Yeah. The, I watched the reboot in 2022, uh, and. I was expecting a whole lot of skin ripping and hooks, and everything's off screen. So oh. I'll give I'll, I'll give the original credit for at least trying. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I think it, off screen. Really... I think the off screen stuff is scarier sometimes because it leaves it to your imagination. It can sometimes. be, not in this case though. Trust okay. me. Uh, here's a trope for you: all the bug gross out tropes. Yeah. Yeah. Just another way to make you feel icky, I guess, when you leave the theater. Yeah. The old electricity magic bad graphics. Yep. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man, I hate this shit. Yeah. It was true in uh, Masters of the Universe, too. Yeah. Oh, Something yeah. that they rely on way too heavily. Here's another trope. The moving men were pervy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, speaking of the moving men, uh, all I could see, because I've seen friends a lot, is they're trying to get the mattress upstairs, and Larry's screaming, Pivot! Yeah. Pivot! <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's actually a really funny episode of Friends. So, yeah. I'll, give them, I'll give friends credit for that. That was... Yes, it was really funny. Couch. Uh, that's what it does. Alright, so bear with me here. The house has a cobweb cardiovascular blood vessel revival system. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Cobweb cardiovascular blood blood work. vessel revival system. All right, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, but I don't understand why they don't explain why this house in particular has this mechanism installed. Yeah. It's future. I'm tired of future. horror movies always taking place in old houses. I told this to Stacey, and she said, I just don't watch enough horror movies, but, like, I would love to see just, like, a clean, new development. A modern house. Yeah. And just, like, the same shit happening. Like, you know? You know, be cool, Why though. Why is it gonna be old? If Alexa was like, there's a ghost behind you. Yeah. There's a you, ghost behind you. <laughs> you, need, you. You need to watch the new Invisible Man. Okay. I did. I will do that. It's awesome. Okay. It wasn't bad. All right, Chris. It was great. <laughs> What's the bad? What's the bad? Hey, I'm a, I'm a fan of Peg from uh, Mad Men. I really like her. I wanted to love it. I I liked it. I liked it. All right, I, 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 I'm with you. I, I said uh, I said next. Oh, '80s claymation. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. You always call it claymation. I guess it is. There was some, right? There was some. I feel like when his body was coming back together and the uh, and the skeleton was, demon dragon. You just mean thing. like stop the stop motion, right? Just stop like the, motion. Uh, yeah. Stop motion I claymation. Will, yeah. I will call it a stop motion. All right. There was also some. I, I read this. The forming of the blood up was actually filmed by bl by fake blood pouring down through nails. Reverse holes. it. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, 
which not surprising, yeah. but at least they were trying. Yeah. Sure. Old skinless Frank is too ballsy by peeking out of doors and hanging out in hallways. Yeah. Oh, way, way, way too ballsy. Yeah, yeah for sure. He, and we're not, we're not sure whether or not he has a scrotum to cover those dangling. Uh, <laughs> Big swinging. <laughs> uh, you went, you went, cable, you went there. Cable connected testes with no scrotal yeah. protection. Yeah. Very scary situation. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be moving at all if that were the case for me. Yeah. Uh, what's with Gordon's fisherman, homeless, uh, cricket eating stalker guy? They never resolved that, did they? They sort of tied a bow on it, but it was a ridiculous, stupid, doesn't really make sense for the story bow. Yeah, yeah. I, I did a little bit of a deep dive on that, and you're right. I, I'm just going to go with Twist and say they did not appropriately tie a bow on that. Yeah, it's... It... This whole movie made me feel like there was a director's cut that was an hour longer. Sure. Yeah. Un- unfinished yeah. business for sure. Yeah. There, there was some budgetary issues yeah. where the, the closing scenes had to be cut uh, in terms of effects. So right. the, cl- the closing scenes were weaker because of the budgetary uh, restraints. Right. We've seen that before on the pod. We have. The blood-soaked sheets were... That was kind of a cool effect, yeah. I thought. Yeah. Not to bad. give the movie a little bit of credit. I wouldn't really want to bang a stranger in their rat-infested renovation room. Yeah. No. Definitely not. That's just me. If you uh, are bringing me home from the bar and you have a bedroom, but instead you decide to bring me into the room that looks like, uh, you know, uh, Macaulay Culkin's uncle's house from Home Alone 2... Yeah, like, I'm probably not for fear of falling through the floor. I, I'm not going to I'm probably not going to engage. Yeah, sorry. That's just, <laughs> Chris, just that, that's just me. <laughs> it's just me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of structural errors, uh, that's not what rib cages look like. No. Yeah. That was a ridiculous looking ribcage. You couldn't even uh, play xylophone on that. No, you really couldn't. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, our teeth and ambitions are bad. Um, <laughs> when Julia covered victim number three with a coat to disguise the body and then she moved it to another room, I died laughing. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> D- doesn't she turn the corner and Larry? She's like, she's like whoa. <laughs> yeah, she, like, she's trying to hurry up through the hallway. Uh, but why? I don't know why, because she did cover it in waiting. her coat that barely covers half the body. I was waiting for her to turn and like run through the door, but he was like too wide from head to toe and just <laughs> <drop him. laughs> like a dog with a stick in his yeah. mouth that can't get through the door. Exactly, much. and it was funny that Larry just kept looking left and right, and never looking up the stairs to see the body. Yeah, seriously, there was a there was a. Speaking of friends, there was a sound barrier somehow in the in the yeah. hallway where like people didn't hear each other speaking from. One floor to another. Yeah, the um, the the dilemma of Fraser's kitchen, where yes, they're talking exactly. loudly about somebody three feet that, that way. Sitcom, yeah, uh, yeah. Film. yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, all right, Julia's hair is a perfect summation of why I absolutely despise the eighties. Yeah, but what about like the Jane Fonda stuff? <clears throat> no, none of that. <laughs> right, I will have none of it. 
If it looks like you're wearing a Lego helmet and that's your hairstyle, I'm not attracted to you. Yeah. Ouch. Just period. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, okay. Larry's Pastel Squares sweater. Classic. Yeah. Oof. Uh, why hasn't Larry ever looked in the, the, the room before they lead him in? You have a room of the house that you're paying for and you've never, literally never gone in it. Yeah. I feel like I'd just be curious as to what that room looks like at some point. Yeah. If I own it. Yeah, I'm hoping you hit a point that I'm I'm thinking of. Go go for it. Why are there rats nailed to the wall? Oh, I'm glad I didn't ruin it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what the fuck was that about? So I, I read I, I read that one of the uh one of the countries that this movie was trying to be released in, it was banned in that country specifically for that scene. Because there were rats nailed to the wall for no reason. Yeah, exactly. And that when they <laughs> took that scene out. The movie was allowed in. I figured which one it was. Hey, look, I guess if you're Frank and you're bored of giving yourself facials, you got to find something. To do. <laughs> <laughs> Frankie facials. <laughs> uh, he also likes cutting rats in half out of jealousy as he hides oh, that... in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. Oh, I'm, glad... I'm glad that made it in. Imagine what the being... fuck? Imagine that being just like you're a regular guy, like you're like high school or college age. You have a crush on some girl, and like some other guy, like you're you're like watching some guy like pick her up for a date, and you immediately just run back to your house and saw a rat in half. <laughs> That's the only way you can process your jealousy. <laughs> uh, why is why is the nurse watching a? <laughs> Why is the word, the nurse watching a flower bloom on television in the hospital? Oh, that's hilarious. You know what? I don't know. <laughs> that, that's very, that's it's very David Lynch. I was about to say, yeah. there's, one, there's one thing I'll give this movie credit for is like they had these little like surreal dream sequences. Little vignettes. That were pretty yeah. cool. Okay. That's yeah, all. fair enough. They're pretty cool. I, I like how the, uh, the doctor says that you're going to have to explain the cube to the cops. I know. <laughs> when I first saw that, I'm like, why the cops why? have interest in someone that just was found on the street? We found, yeah. we found a, nine dead men in this house. You're going to have to talk to us about this cube downtown. <laughs> <laughs> totally insane. Uh, the wall and the wall monster were, it, it was just unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that the Cenobites dropped Kirsty off at home. Like, all right, we'll be back in a bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Make sure you like they they wait till she walks in and closes the door. Like, you're, like when you're being when you like drop a date off, you wait, you <laughs> yeah, wait till right. they get in safely and then you drive away. <laughs> all right, she's okay. Uh, why would Frank steal the skin? I thought that he drained body energy from his victims. Uh, this implies that he didn't have to be skinless after victim number one. Yeah, I thought he would. Yeah, he eats them and then he generates his own based off their like plasma. Right, or but whatever. If, yeah. if he steals Larry's skin, that means he could have stolen the first victim's skin and worn that. I think he's stealing from the inside out. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what's implied. Is that it's implied, but it's never not right. Never said exactly. Yeah. If you have one victim and like you're just like, okay, I'll put the organs on, but I won't try the meat on the bones. Yeah. Like yeah. it, it, it should be forming because, like, 
it's implied because of the cardiovascular revival system in the home mm-hmm. that it is somehow uh, a, a magical quality that it grows from within his soul out yeah. when he sucks up blood and, and life force and whatever. I, yeah. I, I hope this episode is making people rewatch this movie. Yeah, I hope so, because it fucking sucks. This episode's making me in the queer to never have to watch it again. So, yeah. Yes. Um, so, it is implied that Frank feels pain, correct? Yeah. Right, at first. Um, why w- He would be in constant agony. Yes, like, but see that the pleasure and the pain are indiscernible after a certain point. Oh, so I, it makes sense now. So if he jerks off enough, he can he can survive it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that that's life, isn't it? Isn't that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, all I know is like if you, there's not a day that can't be conquered by a couple nuts. You know? <laughs> now we know what Rob means by microwaving the hot dog at three a.m. <laughs> Just a euphemism for beating it. Oh no, I missed it. Okay, I, uh, I get it now. Uh, Frank does quite a Larry impression. I thought. Yeah. Yes. Like he takes out the skin, saggy. all of a sudden his voice yeah. is the same. Yeah. Uh, falling Jesus jump scare actually got me when when the Jesus statue fell out of the yeah the dresser or whatever. I didn't see that coming. And uh, Aaron was saying, imagine if Kirsty had yelled Jesus at that point to be kitschy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that would be good. Uh, sucking the life energy out of Julia ought to have fixed her, uh, his face, right? Yeah. You would think. Yeah, he like kills Julia and sucks her life out. But maybe because he skipped this step and put the skin suit on, he can't. Yeah. It doesn't belong to him. Right. Uh, there was a maggot mouthed um, body that fell that was legitimately gross. Actually, did bother me. Yeah, that was gross. Yes. Yeah, with the skin hooks at the end, pain. Uh, the fat centimite should have started a happy ending, uh, happy ending session. I thought. Yeah. Because again, it, it was not. Uh, it was not clear that there was any pleasure mixed in with the pain. I just thought it'd be really yeah. funny when the centibites went over there and started. See, the way they talked about it, I thought it would be more like the guy from um, Michael Hutchins from NXS. He just like, oh, he just he he was he, the belt didn't undo when the, the deed. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah the, the, the autoerotic. Yeah. Autoerotic position. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the yellow electricity. New electricity. sensation. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, the yellow electricity death of the Cenobites was really funny to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fat Cenobite dies the hard way. Uh, yeah. AKA the ceiling falls on him, leaving evidence of another dimension. Yep. You call well, him the fat, you, you call him the fat Cenobite. It's body I mean, shaming. It's body shaming. <laughs> I keep thinking Cinnabon, so it works. Well, no, it's, it was a way of, uh, it was a way of differentiating him from the others. I should say the, a pl- the plus size Cenobite. Leaving <laughs> <laughs> evidence of another dimension. <laughs> the, much the, um, the much heavier Cenobites, Cenobites are beautiful <laughs> at any size. The Charlotte Ruse Cenobite. Uh, the, Cinnab- the Cinnabon Cenobite. <laughs> the Cinnabon Cenobite. Kirsty <laughs> being like, no, only I know how to operate, operate the cube. To her boyfriend, to me, was really funny. 
Because I don't right. know where she got the expertise, but she was yeah. sure that she could figure it out and he couldn't. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, just an FYI, sadism does not pay. This and this feels like satanic panic bullshit. This whole movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This was like the the reefer madness equivalent. Yes. yes it really was. Yeah. It yeah. Really for sure. Uh, how do we know the cube will burn? Well, we don't. We don't. It's uh, so the, sequel fodder. It is sequel <laughs> fodder. Yes. So the the old man that I was talking about, the Gordon's fisherman, old, homeless yeah. guy. Yeah. Right. Uh, is actually a skeleton demon dragon at the end. Right. All right. You Rob's had to alternate know. ending. <laughs> yeah. Or you can do this, or you can do that. Or you can do this, or you can do that. Or you can do this, or you can do that. Just pick one. Not so much an alternate ending, but like, wouldn't it be funny if instead of a puzzle box, it was like a Nintendo GameCube, and it was just like some 15-year-old kid. Just like, he hit the right alignment, and then a bunch of hooks come out of his TV and just <laughs> rip him into millions of pieces right when his mom's opening the door to give him hot pockets. Oh, my God, yes. That's all I got. Oh, I, I, I like that. Okay. Just just to see the explosion of his crispy, crusty, tender, flaking crust. And he's just like, yeah, he's like playing Crash Bandicoot. He's like, Jesus, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. Then bad credit names. Yeah. Bad credit names. Bad credit names. Bad credit names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waldo Bogue. Okay. Ping, oh. Ping Moody. Okay. Oh. One of the uh, one of the actors at the table at the um, the night of the paper hat. This should should not have made my list for obvious reasons. It just seems like a hard name to live with. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, don't cancel me. Gay Barnes. Ouch. I'm, a, I'm a big Electric Six fan, and they have that song, I Want to Take You to a Gay Bar. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. I am aware Barnes. of this. Gay Barnes. Nayal Buggy. Okay. Mm. Uh, Dick Dumblebee. Uh, good. And Little John. Seriously? Like yeah, the, probably like the, probably not the rapper. Like I'm the sorry. producer? Yeah. Right. The rapper. Right. The producer, yes. Little, yeah. Little John, the producer, was yeah. on the wow. producer team. Wow. All right. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, this week, we're going to do the offensive minigame now, so we can just okay. go through the results. How does right. that sound? I okay. like it. Let's we'll see it. how that format feels. Right. Okay. Anaconda. Versus Hellraiser. Starting with the defending champion, of course, gets the honors. J-Lo going Gigolo. Or Niece Neckner Num Num. Niece Neckner Num Num. Niece. Niece. Totally. <laughs> That's fucked okay. up. Improper Indians. Or proceeding to pressure partner post-plea. Post-plea pressure. Perceiving to pressure partner post-plea. That's the... Uh... Is it Anaconda? No, no improper Indians is Anaconda. Yeah. Chris is talking uh, about um, when she's yelling stop and he's continuing. Yeah, but improper Indian seems like the way to go for me. Well, Bob wants the bonus round. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. <laughs> okay. Rape or accidentally calling uh, Southern Americans Indians. <laughs> Take your pick. Okay. Bonus round, we'll we'll flip them. So we'll go uh, Hellraiser first here. 
uh, Frenching the Thesis Foreground. That's or <laughs> okay. the Cholo Scowl. <laughs> um, for offensive is Cholo Scowl. Cholo Scowl. I agree. Uh, sending this one Anaconda's way. Now we I know. Uh, so let's figure out the rest of the tests as we move to the movie comparison. Nothing compares. Nothing. Okay, Anaconda versus Hellraiser. We know for sure Anaconda won the first test with a negative 32.4 and worst of its kind compared to negative 17.8 and worst of its kind for Hellraiser. However, we have been reading the machine's printout completely wrong these past couple seasons. Turns out, the higher the score, the worse the movie. Therefore, Hellraiser has won the second test with a four-star pitch from Bob, as opposed to Bob's previous victory with Anaconda's 3.33. Nice job, Bob. Bob and Rob killing it on the pitches lately. Yeah. Uh, I leave it to you both to tell me what you thought was worse uh, from a dialogue standpoint, Anaconda or Hellraiser. Oh, shit. Hmm. Uh, in my um, opinion, Anaconda was worth a, a dialogue. The The only reason I'm going to go with Bob on that is because there are there are more well-known people in the field of acting in Anaconda mm-hmm. that have been... I, I Maybe I, I might be wrong because I don't know the time, like the 87 time. But I just feel no, like... But I think Anaconda, like it, these people sh- have had shops in other movies that were filmed around the same time and they didn't deliver in Anaconda. So I, I, I'd I say Anaconda is worse acting. I also agree. Well, dialogue. We're, we're on dialogue. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, this is dialogue, Rob. I'm thinking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, no, I'll say Hellraiser has worse dialogue. I, I, Anaconda has worse acting. okay um well i agree that anaconda's i I felt like anaconda's dialogue had more work to do than hellraiser's hellraiser just had to have so-so dialogue and the movie would have not suffered as much yeah uh anaconda needed the dialogue to be um good to push it through to to make it a better Mm -hmm. movie and uh they couldn't they couldn't hit that bar and and it it suffered more from the bad dialogue, I think, than Hellraiser did. All right. So the uh, Hellraiser, being a, a English produced movie and directed movie, mm. had had more Shakespearean trained actors who went on to do. Oh, uh, so not silver screen. Okay. Yeah, they were very very Shakespearean trained, and uh, the dialogue was horrible. Yeah. Which is why I got my vote. Um, and I'm gonna go mm. opposite, Rob. All right. Uh, so, so dialogue in uh, Anaconda's favor. Yeah. What's worse, CGI, what the fuck, or silly Cenobites? I think silly Cenobites, personally. I it think is, silly. I, I think silly Cenobites. It's the crux yeah. of the entire movie. Let's, yeah, make make it a clean sweep. Yeah. Okay. Because the climax of the film was just funny. It, it really yeah, was. Seriously. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, acting. <clears throat> Anaconda. Anaconda. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying earlier. Just because, as, at least for silver screen, not for Shakespeare. These are people that have, have had shops in the world of cinema that didn't do a great. Like, John Voight, like, I'm sure, has some accolades in his career. And I, I feel like Julia, as, as much as I like Ice Cube, Julia did an amazing job in Hellraiser. And yeah. 
as, as, as much script shit as she was dealt with, she did an amazing she, job. Yeah, she. I had no issues with her at, at all. She, 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 she should push it. Uh, she should push it over because she was yeah, good. Don Boyd, at the very least, should have been that uh, baby bird. Yeah, he should have been better. Yeah, yeah, and he wasn't. So uh, we agree. So really, um, there is a demerits um, section here. It doesn't really matter. I wrote not scary Hellraiser. It's a horror movie yeah. that didn't frighten me in the least. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, like the there was. It's not even because it's dated. Because I've seen like the Exorcist was seventy three, seventy four. Terrifying. Fucking terrifying. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Terrifying. So, so like it's not even like the fact that I've I've I'm just like looking at it through the lens of like the gore that we see today or the scariness we see today. It just yeah. wasn't. If I saw it as a kid, like Never all scared. the years I'd not watch this movie because I thought Pinhead was fucking terrifying from that like <clears throat> trailer I saw. I wish I just watched it when I was younger and got it over with. Because now, now I'm more self-aware, and I had to sit through it at 34. Right. Yeah. Right. No, yeah. No. Right. Right. Um. So, well, that said, uh, the demerit for Anaconda was the pacing, because Bob had brought up last week uh, that if yeah. it wasn't CGI WTF or production, it would have been pacing. So we put it, mm-hmm. we plugged that into the demerits. Uh, but I, I think the pacing is less of a an error than being not scary as a horror movie. Still, uh, Anaconda wins by a score of four to three. Ouch! I Ouch. wanted I wanted Hellraiser to win because I hated it so much. It was fucking awful. Yeah, but um, I hated I, I hated Anaconda more. Yeah, it, Anaconda was worse. I think. I think yeah. we. I think the science uh, bared truth fruit. I'll make peace with it. I think it's ba- baby bird. Baby bird. Baby bird. <clears throat> uh, so again, we don't know what we're watching for next week, but check out the poll. Uh, it'll be up in. Uh, you know, the next couple of days. And we will determine uh, what has already apparently been determined for me. Rob, why don't you tell us what we're watching next week? Hocus Pocus 2. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I found a copy. It's on the drive for your viewing pleasure. Have you seen it yet, Chris? Yeah, my wife wanted to watch it, so I watched it with her. And I didn't take notes, which means I have to watch it again. And uh, probably a third time to get all the clips and like all the different. Maybe, maybe like uh, you might you might go in like four viewings on this, huh? This the 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 the, the what I thought was actual depression before has only been um, pushed aside <laughs> by my more enlightened version of what is actual depression that just sunk in. I did. There was a long pause there where I think it actually the depression of the science experiment. That we're doing and torturing our brains. Rock bottom is like a new couch. You get comfortable on it, and then yeah. when you once you think you're you're at the baseline lowest, you sink down a little bit further. It turns out you were laying on a couch in the renovation room of Skinless yeah. uh, <laughs> Frank, oh, and you fall Frank. one floor further into hell. Focus, focus, bro. So. The worst movie ever made. <laughs> dot com. Uh, Hocus Pocus two. Uh, please, please uh, go on our socials. Go to theworstmovieevermade.com. We're, we we had a lot of fun with Steven Seagal movie movie trailer posters, and um, we're we're not doing games, but like it's like if you want to submit a funny Photoshop or a very poorly done Photoshop, we'll share it on our stories, and we're just trying to like engage a little bit, and it's fun we making will. them. So, 
listen to the sounds of throbbing gristle. Yes. And I see Chris is spinning around in a trance. So I want to play the theme song. Bye. Thank you.